This is the Chatter with Chad podcast. I'm your host, Chad Gleisel. This episode's special guest is Dave Chavez. <laughs> I'm just not used to having a thing in my face. <laughs> oh, don't lie to me. <laughs> oh boy, this is oh, this is even getting better. <laughs> oh god. Well, I mean, thanks for coming, first of sure, all. Sure. I'm glad. Thank you for having me. Hey, no problem. No problem. You have a, a good lunch? It was fantastic. Thank you so much. It was very good. I I enjoy having pizza with you. <laughs> <laughs> we should try one of these days, one of the, uh, what I call a, I'm not sure if you like what we call, a, what I call a garbage pizza that has everything in it, including, you know, mushrooms and Green peppers and onions and and of course you know like uh, sausage and pepperoni and ground beef and I don't know what other stuff they throw in there except anchovies I don't like anchovies on my pizza <laughs> I'm old fashioned I I just pepperoni oh really I like pepper I mean I like cheese you can't go wrong with that I mean if a place can't make a good pepperoni pizza. They shouldn't be in business. That's the way I look at it. Like, right, right. If you're a pizza joint, you should have at least a cheese pizza and a pepperoni pizza that's good. <laughs> if you can't do that, then you shouldn't own a pizza place. Speaking of pizzas, well, what's what's the big deal about uh, uh, the New York? New York-style pizza is really good. I mean, I'm sorry. I'm from Chicago. <laughs> and, of course, you have the Chicago-style pizza, which is actually more of a, a pie. It's it, it's much thicker. You know, it's... Uh, uh, everything in it, but I believe the real, real Italian pizza. And actually, by the way, do you know what pizza means in Italian? No, pie. <laughs> no, really, pie. So you know, whenever you say pizza pie, you're actually saying pie pie. <laughs> but but pizza actually in it's amore, right? It's amore. <laughs> but but in Italian, I heard that pizza. Well, at least the beginnings of, of, of pizza was actually more. The crust, and then of course it had vegetables and beef—not um, beef, but uh, whatever meat you put in it, and all that. So it was actually like a mini pie, and and yes, pizza meant pie in Italian. Well, that's, yeah, I didn't. Know, well, I mean, I'm German, so yeah. we we don't we don't have the pizza pies. It's you know, more Germans is only sausage. Yep, all types of sausage. We had the the uh, rats. Yeah, I like. My dad used Whitewurst. Uh, they have them in some of the stores. Uh, yeah, I know these these drinks. Uh, the bartender here really no really no no overmixed them. No no no. The bartender did a good job. It's just I was watching it. Doug reaching out for the <laughs> bottle. Believe it or not, no, he was. He was like up there reaching for. I said, "Well, we have a feline bartender. Yeah. <laughs> he likes his booze. Oh, uh, he's a good putty tat." <laughs> Yeah, no, I the bartender made these ones strong. I'll give him that. I, well, mine's just perfect. <laughs> like I said, the only thing that's missing is the lime. <laughs> yeah, we don't, we don't have a lime. Well, when uh, when this rum company decides to sponsor the show, we'll, we'll advertise. It, it <laughs> sounds good. Oh, by the way, do you know that this is just a plain rum and Coke? There's a difference between a rum and Coke and a Cuba Libre. And the only difference is the lime. The lime actually is a Cuba Libre, which is... The Coke and, and the rum. Yeah, I mean, I, uh, it's, 
I guess it gives it flavor. Yeah, yeah, it does. Going yeah. to the, I mean, I'm, I don't, I don't drink too often. Just when I do the the shows and stuff, but it's. <laughs> so this will be a happy show. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and, Bob Ross. <laughs> and happier as it goes on, yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hopefully. Oh, be a wispy little cloud here, and a little dab here for the tree, and oh. <laughs> <laughs> May he rest in peace, the poor guy. Mm-hmm. It's when you fire up the bong. That's when. The <laughs> <laughs> I had a cousin who had one, and I guess I wasn't <laughs> sure whether he was moving out or moving in or something. And my aunt was there, and she picks it up and she says, Well, what's this? I said, Mom, that's my bong. I said, Oh, my God. <laughs> You're telling your mother, what? You know, what the hell do you bring into the house? You're not supposed to let your mom see the bong that you brought in. Get out of here. Well, I've come to notice, you know, helping people move recently. It is funny how you you really, I guess, gets, like you get involved in somebody's personal life when you help them move. Like you, you see everybody's like dirty laundry just aired out. <laughs> well, you know, speaking of moving out, my, my in-laws, God love them, I guess... Uh, Back in the 60s, uh, maybe 50s even, they started collecting stuff, thinking that down the line there would be collector's items. So so we had, um, oh, what did my mother-in-law collect? Uh, milk glass. It was, it's, oh. it, it's a glass, but it's white, and it looks like milk, and it's called milk glass. And normally it's like with little nubs on it. So apparently she had this whole big collection thinking that, Oh, down the line, it'll be a collector's items. The Beanie Babies. Yeah, like Beanie Babies or Cabbage Patch Kids and all that other fun stuff. Well, now that they moved from their their home to an apartment, all that stuff was worthless. They called in somebody, uh, an auctioneer or something. Yeah. My mother-in-law was really disappointed. She said, you know, the only thing they're looking for were ancient coins, old coins, and, and guns. Yeah, well, that's where the money is. And um, I also noticed that up in northeastern Pennsylvania that they get very little money for collector's items or for antiques compared to down here in Lancaster County. Lancaster County here, you make big bucks out of stuff like, you know, antiques. Up north in northeastern Pennsylvania, mm -mm, you won't get much of anything. Yeah, my, uh, my grandmother... She collected coins. Uh, I have t- we have tons of, of coins. I mean, we have them; they're locked away now. But she she used to she used to collect coins for all of us. I used to say she has like those uh, almost you know those like scammer kits. She used to buy like those. You could get like the minted coins. Yeah, like yeah. You paid fifteen dollars and you got like six minted U.S. coins right. inside that like casing. And you look it up; they're worth like seven dollars because ten million people bought this. Rare, limited, $15 coin sets. Right. They're not very rare nor limited uh, because everybody and their, their their grandparents have them. I'm one of those people. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? I buy I buy them because they're souvenirs mm-hmm. or, or, or something. For example, like uh, uh, when my son was born. Well, your age. Okay. So I have a whole set of 1995 coins from that year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I think I have... Oh, I have a uh, silver dollar from 19, 
whenever we had the Olympics okay. in, in the United States, 92, 90, no. They were in Los Angeles. Okay. Uh, yeah. Uh, 81, 81, 1981, I believe. So I have a silver dollar from the Olympics, uh, the U.S. Olympics in, in L.A. of 1981, and I have a, um, I forget how many pesos, when Mexico had their, their uh, Olympics in 1968. So I have two of those. But like I said, they may, might be worth something, might not, but I got them because, hey, it's the first time I ever got you know, a coin that they were celebrating the Olympics. Yeah, yeah. No, my grandmother, she used to collect all types of coins. None of the real good ones. We've, we've sat down. We've gone through every single one of them. Oh, really? Yeah. Not enough to quit the day job. <laughs> maybe one day. Maybe one day she'll help the family out. But. Well, believe it or not, I started collecting, and I, I have to give up on that, and I'm just going to put them in the bank now. Um, the state quarters, when they first started... Back, okay. I don't know when it was, and so I have a quarter from each state, you know, all fifty states, all fifty quarters, and I started collecting the ones from. Uh, I think it's the uh, national parks. Okay. And right now, there's a new one for uh, the quarters for famous women. All right. So you all know, right. those kind of quarters, but I mean, but I'm just saving them, and then that's it. You know, just a few of them, one of each. For each year, whatever, and then that's it. I'm not going to be hoarding hundreds and hundreds of coins <laughs> of the same same kind. I can't afford to hoard coins. No, well, right now I need the money. <laughs> <laughs> hey, after all, I've had what was it three years of, of free time with with the uh, state with the um, student loans. <laughs> yeah. So hey, you've not, been spoiled. I know, so it's not payback time. <laughs> so They're I need coming for their money. Yeah, so I need their. I I need that money now. I need to. Give the government back their quarters. <laughs> you can check the couch down there. I might find something. <laughs> yeah, there might be some some bills inside there, some coins. I never empty out my couch. Probably. Well, I probably would find more. It will be cat fur. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure you'll be finding some cat fur in your couch pretty soon. <laughs> yeah, well, my his big thing was uh, throwing coins on the floor. You can't, like, I couldn't have, co- if I put coins on, like, any type of table, the coffee table or, like, my nightstand, you know, or anything like that, he would get up there and just start chucking them on the floor. So I probably have coins under my bed, under <laughs> dressers, <laughs> under tables, the TV stand. I'm sure when, when all that gets going, there's just going to be coins everywhere because he does not <laughs> like them on the table. No, uh, my cat doesn't do coins. Does uh, and I'm sure your cat does too. Empty water bottles. Yep. Boom. Boxes. Oh mm. well, I guess boxes if they're on the floor. He doesn't knock them off the table. But if I have any type of box, he jumps in. Yep. Okay. Uh, and my cat, and I'm sure your cat does too, loves fresh laundry pulled right out of the drawer. I mean, out of the dryer. <laughs> out of the dryer. Yeah. Just and it, you know. Like when you know, I I just had a whole lot of laundry brought up from the fresh from the dryer, nice and warm. Boom, plopped it on the on, on the bed. <laughs> then I see this lump moving around. <laughs> I'm like, what? It's it's the cat. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm thinking, wait a minute, I I don't even have time to fold this yet. And you're making yourself at home. Get out of here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, as long as it. 
long as it works. I need to bring this bartender with me more often. I there need. we go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, um, yeah, uh, I know exactly what you mean. But yeah, my grandmother, she collected those coins, and I, we have so many, and it's it's a lot. But you never know what's going to be worth what one day, you know. Yeah. Well, my mom, believe it or not, of course, my mom being a hundred and two, uh, I forgot. For what birthday I had, she gave me one of these. Um, they no longer have them, but when I was growing up, they wanted you as a kid to deposit money, and they mostly started off with five dollars. Yeah. So you gave this kid me like a, this cardboard foldable thing, and it had like little slots, and you put in a quarter, and you know until you filled it up, and it was five bucks. Then the kid would take it to the bank. And open up a savings account. Yeah, savings account. I don't think kids opened up checking accounts back then. But anyway, uh, I forgot how old I was. My, in my 40s, in my 50s, I believe. And my mom, out of the clear blue sky, gives me this one with all silver quarters. Well, you know, back yeah. then when they had yeah, yeah. pure silver and not copper, zinc, or whatever they have in them now. But I mean, I'm thinking, yeah. <laughs> and I'm thinking, oh, okay, thanks, Mom. Who knows how much they're worth now? And then later on, I think I had one. She gave me one with the uh, old-fashioned, they call them mercury head dimes. Okay. They were a Greek goddess, I believe, Mercury. Or no, it was a yeah, Greek god, Mercury. And uh, so he was on the uh, face of the dimes back then. And it was pure silver. Well, I don't know pure silver, but 99% silver versus whatever we have nowadays. Yeah, I, I don't even know what they put in them anymore. Well, you know, I, I'm I'm sorry, but I think this country should give up with pennies. Because I found out, or it, there was a, maybe it was a, also a podcast or something I saw that that it costs more than one penny to make a penny. Yeah, that wouldn't surprise me. So I'm thinking, oh, so we're actually losing money, really, in the long run. Yeah, when aren't we? <laughs> it's true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, that's where. I mean, they they're making me lose money. I can't. It's it's a shame that they they decided to to do away with the student loan program. I I, I was uh, a little depressed when I found out about that this week. I. I uh, I didn't think they were going to do. I I kind of had some high hopes they would get rid. of I mean, that's. I, I know everybody had their own personal fi- opinions about it. I was personally hoping they would. If they would have did the uh, student loan forgiveness, that would have taken away quite a, a hefty amount of my. Stu- I don't have many left. I I paid most of my student loans off already, so I don't have much left. So that would have taken care of the rest and given me a little, a little help. But I guess I can continue on working. <laughs> Well, you're still working. I'm retired, and uh, I'm still paying off I'm jealous student loans for my own kid. You know, so yeah. it's like, oh, as a co-signer, of course, you know, you're the one paying the bill, yep. <laughs> or bills, <laughs> really. Well, again, congratulations on on uh, the joining of the families. Oh, becoming the father-in-law, yeah, your son get married. Congratulations! Well, well thank you. We're, we're waiting for the big date, but uh, I guess that's forthcoming. I'll take the chicken. 
Oh, okay. <laughs> we're not even sure what we're having. We'll put me down for the chicken. <laughs> okay, we'll put you down for the chicken. <laughs> I'm not a fish guy. Oh, okay. We'll we'll have we'll we'll have choices, and by the, the looks of it, I'm not sure if we're going to have an open bar. <laughs> <laughs> we have an open bar here. Well, thank you so much. The <laughs> no. bartender is is excellent. <laughs> yeah. Dude. Don't forget to tip. Okay, we'll put it put it on my tab. <laughs> <laughs> so they so they uh, they couldn't get your mower today. No, unfortunately. But um, we were playing phone tag back and forth, and um, so we'll just have to drag it from the shed through the lawn, around the garage, into onto the driveway. And it'll sit there until they come and pick it up. Okay. After spending three hundred and eighty bucks or something like that, just in, just two months ago. Yeah, that's crazy. I know. Yeah, you gotta. I mean, I'm not trying to be mean, but you gotta mow that yard. Well, you know what I'm thinking. I'm starting to bring down the the home value of the rest of us around here. Well, you know what I'm going to do since we we live in a nice uh, Amish area. I think I just might hire a bunch of goats. <laughs> And let, let them let them go wild, and then they could just uh, feed themselves and 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 maintain my lawn. <laughs> yeah, the uh, the mailman the other day, asked how long the house has been vacant for sale over there? I was like, oh no, people live in that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, speaking of mailman, today on my walk along this lovely neighborhood, uh, I came across one of the neighbors, and he was spraying, but he was spraying inside the mailbox. And I'm thinking, you know, I didn't say anything, but he apparently saw me seeing him. And, of course, he had to say what he was doing. And he said, oh, I'm spraying for for spiders so the spiders won't attack the male lady. I think, oh, okay, well, we'll keep spraying away as long as, you know, you don't get trying to kill her. Probably. I said, well, it's going to be a murder podcast for doing <laughs> next week. And, and I said, you, as long as there's no snakes coming out at her, keep spraying. <laughs> the, the, the cops are going to have to speak to you in a couple of days um, once our mailman's no longer breathing from the pesticides. <laughs> he's, he's sprayed it. <laughs> Too much DDT. Mail, mailman, mail lady, uh, done in by DDT. <laughs> Yeah, well, did you see all that? They're suing these companies now over these pesticides and what they've been putting in it for so long. It's, I mean, that explains what happened to me. <laughs> Too much. Uh, what was that company called? Montrose. I, Mon- I have no idea. I just I remember I've been reading in the, the yeah. news articles. I know they're coming after them for certain. I mean, th- these chemicals. It's, it's, oh, I know Roundup. Roundup was the latest yeah. one. Yeah, yeah, Roundup. Um, not a sponsor. Oh, okay. No, not a sponsor. <laughs> I don't know. Really, I'm not even sure what I use. Well, I don't know what I use, but whatever I use now, it's uh, concentrated, so I dilute it with water, and uh, seems to work kind of for the weeds. Yeah, I just let them grow. <laughs> well, whenever I get whenever I get my uh, goats, I'll send them over <laughs> across the street to you. I just let them grow. I let them come in. <laughs> if you let, I've come to learn. If you let weeds grow big enough, they grow flowers, and then then they kind of match in a little bit. And you can't, except for that one weed we have around here that you can't get rid of. 
Oh, the one that becomes like a tree? Yeah. Yeah. They get, so it gets fat around the bottom, and you can't. You almost have to saw it down, and it keeps coming back. Yeah, and the thing is, one time I did let one grow in the back, uh, in the backyard, and it did become a tree. Yeah, it became a tree. We had to really saw it down with with a chainsaw, and then a friend of mine said, "Well, you know, once he said, you know how to get rid of the stump." And I said, no, I'm sure there's some sort of chemical. I said, well, yeah, there's something called Rita Stump or something like that, and, and they sell it, I believe it's Stoffers, not a sponsor. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and, and so I got some of it, but of course then later on the, the stump actually did go away. You know. Yeah, yeah, that's good. <laughs> well, we had one, uh, my brother, he bought one one time back at the old house where you, you like drill the hole in the stump, you dump the stuff down yeah, for a couple of days, right. and then you lit it on fire, and it, it, it burned like the stump. But I, I don't know how I feel about that, because it's all fun and games. I would do that, and the next thing you know, the whole neighborhood would be ablaze. <laughs> and I think your brother must be a pyromaniac, because uh, I don't know if you ever, he told me this story about that uh, he wanted to get rid of some... I believe it was Halloween or Thanksgiving decorations, and I believe there was a scarecrow that he set on fire. And after the whole scarecrow burnt, of course, it was like a cross burning. And, and he said he probably thought I was the KKK. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, in front of a church too, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so your your brother must like burning things. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> is is that the reason why I don't see any uh, smoke detectors at, around here? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you have to report you to the Linux Fire Department. <laughs> There's smoke detectors in the household. Oh, oh do you? Okay, maybe yeah, there's I'll, one missing here, though. Yeah, at, well, not room by room. Oh, the, okay. there's, they're in the main areas, the stairwell at the top floor, uh, downstairs, which it's funny. Speaking of that, I, as you know, I've been renovating a lot of the house, and the downstairs I just did, and I was up here working, and I saw the smoke detector, uh, speaking of them, and I, I was like, you know what, uh, I should put batteries in this, and I pushed the button on it, and it worked, so I was like, oh, I, I don't need batteries, the smoke detector worked, and then I realized we <laughs> we didn't have one downstairs, because, uh, as you know, my that my exhaust fan had broke. Above the the stove, and I had I, now I have a brand new one. It cost me an arm and a leg, but now I have a brand new one. At the time, I didn't have one. That's that, that's the the expensive microwave, right? Yep, yep, yep. Yeah. For the four hundred dollar microwave. <laughs> um, so at the time, the the microwave over top of my stove worked, but the the fan, the exhaust fan, didn't. When you push the button, it didn't do anything. Um, so when you cooked anything, I mean anything. The smoke detector downstairs was going off, so I would I would take it down right and just set it somewhere down low so it wouldn't beep. And uh, we we did that for a little when we redid the the living room ceiling and stuff. Obviously, they took the bracket down and everything, put the the whole new they drywalled the ceiling up. Well, I had the bracket and the smoke detector just sitting in a cupboard, so I actually saw this one up here and it reminded me. And I went downstairs and I was like. I should really put this back up. I was like, it's all fun and games until I wake up in hell. And I'm just like, <laughs> I'm laying there sleeping, and I wake up, and, and my room's ablaze, and, and I'm jumping out a wind. Luckily, luckily, right now, I'm on the first floor, so it wouldn't be hard for me to get out. But, yeah. you know, and when I move up here. Do you do you date your smoke detectors or, or your the batteries? No. no. no? Well, no. I heard 
always told that you're supposed to replace them every 10 years, I believe. Because, I mean, I don't know how old my, my smoke detectors okay, are. Smokey. I don't know how old my smoke detectors are, but just recently uh, the battery died, and it was just going on and on and on. And my son decided to change the battery, and uh, he said, Dad, do you have any 9-volt batteries? And I'm thinking, hmm, I'm not sure. <laughs> I think I do. But anyway, our, our, the smoke detector is nearby, nearby the bathroom. It's, it's in between one, two, three, three bedrooms and, and the hallway bathroom. And I love hot showers. So, of course, you open the door, and the whole steam goes out into the hallway. And then before you know you go, dee, 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 dee. So then you have to get out, wrap yourself with the towel, and get up there. And, and we have this little pole, and I stick the pole in there to shut off the goddamn fire alarm because it's driving me crazy. And you go, dee, dee, dee. And then you let go of it, and it has to have the final word. It goes, dee. Shut up! You know, <laughs> I think your showers are too hot. I love it's relaxing. It's the only thing that kind of relaxes me, even though I have a hot tub. But you know, it's just it's just relaxing. You know. Uh, yeah, we. I mean, I don't have much that relaxes me. This hot- bartender. Oh, the bartender here relaxes. Hey, me. well, you should try one of these when you're in a hot tub. Oh man, just don't have too many of them because one time. <laughs> uh, I did, oops, I slipped, fell, and hit the concrete pavement down where the, <laughs> where the hot tub is at. So it was like, ouch, I'll never do this again. <laughs> well, the thing slipped over. It was the pillow behind me. Slipped over, and in my abbreviated state of mind, I thought, yeah, I could just bend over and reach it and grab it and pull it out. Well, yeah, but you're wet and slippery, so foam. I just flopped over and I hit the concrete, scraped my knees, my ankles, my finger, and you know, I was like, oh God. So it was a bloody mess. And I'm thinking, well, that's it. That's the end of the hot tub for me for this night. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, you could have one or two drinks in the hot tub, but not beyond two. Not beyond two, that's your limit? Well, that's my recommendation. Uh, <laughs> depending on, de- depending on uh, your body metabolism. The, the Dave recommendations. Two and that's it. <laughs> depending on your metabolism and whether you have eaten or not. Yeah. Well, we ate. Yep, that's true. We did eat. So we're ready. Um <laughs> That's too funny. That's too funny. <laughs> but I do recommend hot tubs for anybody who has back issues or neck issues because you just aim those jets at the spot that's aching or or whatever, and it's just oh, it's wonderful, you know. And and the funny thing is, it was my wife's idea at first because we were looking for, oh, uh, long time ago we were looking for like. Uh, vacation spots, or, or back then it was kind of the in thing to get a timeshare. And my wife said, well, what's the main thing we normally look for when we go out, you know, on a vacation? And I said, yeah, a jacuzzi, a hot, a hot tub, something like that. And um, so we spent a fortune uh, getting one. Well, actually, I think it was like 
close to five thousand dollars. Do you need more spirits? Yes, please. I like I like my drink spirited. <laughs> and uh, so, I think just getting the concrete base with the extra rebar and all that because of the weight of the uh, hot tub once it's filled with water, and then you have people in it. Of course, it's going to be heavier. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll re-spirit my drink. And Some um, school spirit. But the funny thing about it is that I'm the one who used it more often than my wife, even though it was her idea. <laughs> You're a hot tub man. Yeah, I love it. I love it. You know, it's funny. My, my next-door neighbor had a pool, yeah. and it was more work. He was there cleaning it and all this, and, you know, the chemicals you have to add on to it. And, and, and then, you know, of course, you have to winterize it during the winter, cover it up. And then, of course, then once you open it up back in April or May, whenever you do it, you have to shock it and all that, you know, fun stuff and the chemicals and all that. And meanwhile, you don't have to do that much upkeep for a hot tub. Uh, yeah, you do have to add some chemicals and stuff like that. But, I mean, I, could, I love using it in the winter. So it could be zero degrees outside, but it's... 102 in the hot tub, <laughs> and it's just wonderful, you know. Yeah, my house is warm, too. Mm. My shower, my yeah. house. I mean, I had a hot tub. I, I didn't mind it. We just It was one of those things we never used, you know what I mean? Right, right, yeah. Well, I mean, I don't use it too much during the summer, of course. I mean, if it's 98 degrees outside, do you really want to jump into something that's 102? No. Yeah, yeah. But uh, but during the winters when I use it the most often, and... Uh, and it's really nice. Yeah, you uh, when it comes to sodas, you uh, you a bottle person or a uh, can? Doesn't matter to me one way or the other. Mm. I like the cans. Oh, really? Okay. Yep. I like cans. It, it doesn't doesn't I like big cans. <laughs> I'm glad you like cans. <laughs> it doesn't it doesn't bother me one way or the other. I mean, uh, the thing is. With, with bottle sodas, I mean, if it's like the two-liter bottle, you just have to make sure that you that use it up. Flat. Right, right. Well, I got it. one of those soda sh- uh, machines that you can make your own soda with, but I I don't I, – I don't know. I'm not – I'm at that point where I'm not rich, but I can afford cans. Okay. That's <laughs> you good. Know, I'm at that like point where, I, you know – I don't have so much money sitting around that I, I, I don't know what to do with it all. I, I know where it's all going, clearly. Uh, but <laughs> well, yeah, we're talking through it right now. I, yeah. I see your money flowing through it right now. And as it would continue, as this process develops and expands and uh, probably evolves to something. Somewhere. Somewhere I had, I guess it must not be up here, but I had um, some decorum for the studio that I haven't gotten a chance to hang up yet. I also have a, uh, my my brother had, you know, uh, Al from Tool Time? Yeah. I guess, I, I, I don't, um, if, if, if that man ever listens, I'm sorry, I don't actually know his real name, but I know him by Al from Tool Time. Uh, my brother actually has a, a cardboard cutout of him. Why? <laughs> I I don't know. I don't know. Are where you sure it's not in that, in that room over there? The storage room? No, the storage no, room. No, no, no. no. Uh, no, it's not in there. Uh, it was in my mother's attic for my whole childhood because it used to petrify me uh, when I would go up in the attic 
And there was this just life-sized cardboard yeah. cut out of somebody standing in the back corner. It used to scare the crap out of me as well, a child. Well, you know, those things are scary, believe it or not. My son, uh, I forgot how old he, he was, but he was into Star Trek. Star Trek? No, no, take that back. Star Wars. Star Wars. He was into Star Wars a, a lot. Not a sponsor? Not a sponsor. <laughs> and then we took him and his friend to Philly... Philadelphia had a, I think it was at the convention center, a Star Wars convention, what have you. So we bought, I don't know why, but we bought a life-size cardboard cutout of one of the stormtroopers. So where does my son put this thing at? In between our bedrooms. So it's dark at night. (laughs) You know, you, 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 or you might have just a night light or whatever in the hallway. You're walking through, and there's this dun, 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 staring at you. And, and you're, like, freaking out because, you know, you're maybe, like, half asleep if you, if you just got up. And I'm thinking, oh. So I took it, and it's permanently in the garage. And there it sits to this day. Yeah, my, um, my brother... When he was staying with me for a little bit uh, during COVID, he he used to make it a habit, especially over Halloween. He would hide things throughout the house. So if I would come home from work or come home late at night, he would put like like the one time he he got like pillows and stuff, like it was like a person, and put it on the couch. So when I came home, I like walked, you know, I was coming in through the dark, and I like look over, and there's just something sitting there. And he used to do this all the time, and he had this little like butler statue with like a bowl of candy and he used to put move that around and, and hang. he used to always try to, to mess with me the scaredest i've ever been would have had to be you know I, I will admit living in this area this undisclosed location of uh, Lidditz, <laughs> pennsylvania uh, having this this field is hey, my backyard beautiful Lidditz, pennsylvania yeah absolutely the coolest small town in america you got that right uh when i when i came out uh it, it's eerie right like people don't like when you when your backyard is just farm fields it's it's a quite eerie feeling at night like i feel like i'm in like a, a, a hitchcock movie and like <laughs> birds are going to start flying me or like aliens are just going to start marching across the field or something cuz it's just wide openness yeah well you know what i think more of when, well right now it's wheat but uh usually when they have corn is that uh, movie uh children of the corn yeah that's what it reminds me of more when there's corn. Well, right now it's it's just wheat, but uh, uh, it's a, it's a nice wheat field right now. And I just remember when you showed me, and I never and I missed it, uh, the deer head sticking out, coming out. You know. <laughs> yeah. Well, I also had like I told you that one time when I was mowing the lawn, there was just a squirrel head laying in my backyard. Like a decapitated squirrel laying right outside <laughs> my backyard, so I something something had a feast. Oh yeah, well we we, we have you know uh, wild nature out here. Um, one time I had a hawk on my deck. I, I've seen you wander around. Oh yeah, I'm, I'm wild nature, right? <laughs> yeah, an old wild nature. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen the peepholes in the bushes. Well, anyway, this. Hawk was feasting on the remnants of God knows what it was eating, but it, it, it decided to have lunch on my deck. And so there's like, you know, you left behind, of course, a bloody mess on my deck and whatever. And, and But I just left him alone. I wasn't going to bother the hawk. But uh, 
He would have been the next bloody mess. Right. I would have been. The, I, I would have been a snack or something. Yeah. <laughs> the all you can eat buffet. <laughs> uh, but, oh, hey, that's right. Hey, let's have Mexican tonight. Yeah. Well, <laughs> hey, it's Tuesday. It's Taco Tuesday. Why not? <laughs> <laughs> have you been back home to Mexico recently? Uh, well, back home for me isn't really Mexico. My parents are from there, but back home for me would be Chicago. Sweet home, Chicago. Sweet home, Chicago. Yes, my kind of town. Of course, Chicago has its own problems like any uh, any other big city. Not uh, Lititz? No, not Lititz. No, no, no. Lititz is a beautiful place to live in. And I, you know, I recommend it to anybody and everybody, except that the thing is that, uh, that everybody that comes in here now has ra- raised the rent. Prices have gone up, and of course, traffic has gone up too. Except for Stephen Brown from Western PA, you're not welcome here. Everybody else, you're welcome here. Who's Stephen Brown? I, I don't know. Okay, <laughs> somewhere, somewhere, there's got to be a Stephen Brown out there. I am sure there's a Stephen Brown someplace, somewhere. Yep, yeah. That's the same thing. Like to uh, anybody whose name is John Smith. You know how many John Smiths there are? Probably th- thousands of them. That's com- I've never met one, though. No. I've never met a John Smith. Oh, I have. Yeah. And, and you know, th- th- that's... How was he? Well, I don't know. I never became friends with a John Smith. <laughs> <laughs> but th- th- this is one of the cool things about being Mexican or, or, or Latino or, or anything to do with, with uh, uh, Spanish heritage, because, I mean, uh, Spain does it too, that you have, you know... Uh, your last name, your father's last name, and your mother's last name. That way, you're not confused with another John Smith. You know, if you're John Smith Jones, you're not to be confused with John Smith uh, uh, Cracker Barrel or whatever you want to name him. So, so uh, you know, it's kind of nice when you have, you know, your both last names, your your paternal and your maternal last names. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I'm... I'm as glis- or I'm as German as they come. Right. I always love I always love your story and your brother's story about how your two grandparents were from both sides, opposite sides of World War II. Yep. Yep. My my uh, grandmother or my grandfather on my uh, mom's side fought for the United States Army in World War II. My grandfather from my dad's side fought in the German Army in World War II. So had uh, had they been a better shot. We wouldn't be here, but they missed each other, so. <laughs> well, my, uh, God rest his soul, but my uh, my grandfather on my mom's side, he actually got his, a Purple Heart mm. in, in World War II. The, uh, he got a, a, a Purple Heart for, um, he got shot in the, the head. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. And he survived. He sur- yeah. Well, you you saw him shoveling the. Dr- I hope he survived. Oh, that's right. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. yeah. He was shoveling up the driveway, and I helped him out because I mean, this this man, this old decrepit man, is shoveling the sidewalk or shoveling the driveway, and then he stops for take a, to take a breath, to take a, a break and a breath, and he pulls out a cigarette and puffs away, and then he continues. And I and I turned to my wife and said. I'm going to help this poor man out before he drops over dead from a heart attack. Which that man fought for our country and fought for our country. Yes, <laughs> yeah, he um, he he did a lot. Uh, well, it's funny. I was cleaning out some. Obviously, they they lived in this undisclosed location uh, here in in the great uh, Lidditz, 
And I was cleaning out the basement not too long ago. There's all these boxes and stuff from them down there. So I went through the boxes, and it was actually filled with, um, (laughs) believe it or not, there are just boxes and boxes of letters from school children to him, thanking him for his his service. Oh, wow. Yeah, so I sat there and read read through them, and... uh, I mean, they're they're your typical, but they're from young kids, and they got the, the teachers and stuff. And I almost thought about, you know, well, uh, they're I mean, very kind words the, these students had. How long ago was that? Do you think maybe you could maybe like send them back to the, that school where they came from or well, something? I mean, the students aren't there any anymore. Well, no, no, but I mean, like these are these are probably doctors and well, hopefully doctors yeah. and lawyers. But um, I. I I think I took a, a stack of like fifteen, and I, I looked the names up on Facebook, and I, there's so many people. It, 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 finding people nowadays is, is so hard. Well, I don't know nowadays with, with what is it Facebook and everything yeah, else. Not, it's not a sponsor. Not a sponsor, right? <laughs> and everything else, it's out there, out in the social media world. Yeah, and, yeah. and whatever. It's crazy how how much things have changed. I mean, you just your your whole lives have become so. So, public, right, right. You know, um, like I was. I see your 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 shower notifications you post on Facebook. My shower notifications. Yeah, whenever you get in the shower, you post. You know, Dave oh, Chavez yeah, in the oh, shower. Oh yeah, steaming up the room <laughs> and steaming. Up. You will soon hear the uh, smoke detectors going beep 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 beep. <laughs> <laughs> Nowadays, with the people pay for videos, you'll be selling videos on the internet. You'll be live streaming the shower. Ooh, wow! <laughs> hey, I'll, I'll, I'll ask big bucks for that. <laughs> uh, I think people would pay me not to live stream my shower. <laughs> I think. Uh, well, we won't go there. <laughs> uh, How much is it worth to you? <laughs> <laughs> Beep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. Whew. As a as somebody who who doesn't drink often, the bartender made a an incredible drink. I'm I'm glad for the bartender. Tip to the bartender here. Tip for the bartender. Yes, they're doing amazing work. Hey, I'm telling you. We'll keep him. He's a keeper. <laughs> <laughs> He's worth sticking around. Oh, yeah. The bartender and uh, this bar, uh, podcast, which is brought to you by... <laughs> I forgot. <laughs> I want to say Bimbo, but Bimbo is, is a different type of brand. <laughs> Not our sponsor. <laughs> is that a brand? Yeah, it, believe it or not, it's a Mexican brand which now has bought I don't know how many uh uh Etenmans, uh it bought Etenmans and it bought I don't know how many uh other bakeries. I actually speaking of that, I I worked with a man his name was Ortega. He was uh, he was he was from like Spanish descent. Right, okay. I, I don't know exactly where he came from. Was I'm not first, trying to get canceled here. Well, I know how. No, was his first name Joe by any chance? What? Was his first name Joe? Yeah, it was. Really? <laughs> yeah. Oh, my gosh. Really? Yeah. I know Joe Ortega. Uh, uh, Joe Ortega, believe it or not, in, in Lancaster was a barber. And no, he lives, he lives out, in, out more 
by like the Maryland border than he does oh, here. Okay, but yeah, his, his name's Joe Ortega. That, that is, oh wow! But uh, his nickname amongst everybody we used to work with was Taco. And okay, I asked him one time. I said, you know, because you know, with all this cancel culture and everything going on, I said, like, do you mind the fact that people call you Taco? You know, and he's like, no, I. Know. And I said to him, where'd this nickname come about? Like, is it because you're right. from Spanish descent or, or like, where does it come Mexican. from? And he said, he's like, uh, from Ortega Tacos. Oh. And I was like, what do you, and he's like, the taco brand. He's like, Ortega Tacos. He goes, people just always called me Taco because of the Ortega Taco shells. Oh. And I Google search Ortega Tacos and I saw, I, I not a sponsor, I'd like to say yet. Mm-hmm. Not a sponsor not yet. A sponsor? Yeah, they might email. You can find the email on the website, but <laughs> uh, yeah, I, uh, that's where that came from. So I was like, because uh, I didn't know, you know, did he take offense to that? Did he not? Like, I, I and no, no. Um, with this Joe Ortega that I I know uh, was a, 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 a barber in Lancaster, and he was always my barber, and until I moved to to Lidditz, and and uh, and Joe was the first Mexican American that I have ever met. Born and raised in Lancaster. You know, so I was like, oh. And he was telling me that his parents were from, I forgot what part of Mexico, blah, blah, blah. But he was born and raised in, in, in Lancaster. And he actually graduated from McCaskey. And I was like, I was floored because I'm thinking, oh, my gosh, really? You know, I never knew that Lancaster had Mexicans back in the 30s or the 40s oh, or whatever yeah. it was. You know, and I was like, oh, wow. <laughs> oh, yeah. You know, because when we first came... Uh, to Lancaster from Chicago, uh, I thought we were the only only Mexicans around. As a matter of fact, uh, I had to learn Spanish the Puerto Rican way, and and so uh, it, which is a totally whole different topic that we could talk about later on. But anyway, my mom, you know, was always called was referred to as la Mexicana, and until one time, my mom got a bit pissed off and she said, "Well, you know what." Yes, I am La Mexicana, but this Mexicana has a name, you know, and because uh, everybody referred to her as the Mexican lady, the Mexican lady, because everybody was Puerto Rican. And my mom said, well, you know what? This Mexican lady does have a first name, you know, really? <laughs> yeah. And, and now here we are, 2023, and, and now Lancaster is, is, has, uh, has become much more diverse in the Hispanic population than just being Puerto Rican. Uh, there's now more Mexican, Peruvian, as as we just met today at, at our pizza place. Um, they were Peruvian, by the way. Okay. Yeah. Okay, yeah. 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 And, I'm not a social butterfly like you. I oh, don't. okay. Well, yeah. Well, the the funny thing is that um, I have now picked up the ability to pick up when someone speaks Spanish the different accents, and you know that this person is is uh, Puerto Rican or Cuban or Dominican or Peruvian or Colombian because it or and especially from Argentina or from Spain because the the Spanish accents a little bit different you know like well, like we have in English you know you could pick out a Brit a Brit from an Australian from somebody from Scotland or Ireland or wherever else you speak English yeah you know so Canada a Canada a yeah a a to our Canadian brothers up north <laughs> for the Canadians listening, eh? Yes, eh? We're drinking maple syrup soda. <laughs> I never heard of maple syrup soda. I do, I do like maple syrup. Yeah. Oh, don't kiss their ass. 
No, mine's is from Vermont. (laughs) 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 It's like I told you. It's like I told you with the king when when they were knighting the king or doing their coronation of the king, and everybody kept asking me, "Oh, what do you think of this historical moment?" What do you? And I, like I said to you, I told them all. I said, you know. Said hundreds of years ago, my forefathers kicked some ass, so I don't have to worry about this coordination <laughs> like that. I always have to, I always have to laugh at my son because we were, uh, we went to England back in 2010. So yeah, it was two years before the, before the. But London. have you ever been to the Titanic? No. Would you ever go in a sub? No. <laughs> no, I haven't even been in any of the Disney subs in uh, Disney World. <laughs> they have subs there. Yeah, I mean, well, of course they don't go on the. Do they go on the underwater? I don't think they do, but they do. They do have some subs. I forgot where. Oh, I've, n- I've never been to Disney. I'm not a big Disney fan. Oh, you're not. Nope, nope. Oh my gosh, you're missing a lot. I, I mean, oh. I have I subscribe to their their viewing platforms. We'll say, mm-hmm. uh, but. Yeah, I've, I've never been to Disney, any of the Disney parks. Uh, I've never, well, I've never been down to Florida. Okay, I don't but, like crocodiles. Oh, okay. Well, that's true because I I went down to Disney World a couple of times, but my very first one was back in I'm dating myself, of course, 1985, and back then it was not as expensive as it is nowadays, of course, you know. But I we had a great is anything. Yeah, that's true. But we had a great two weeks, and and the thing is, the price we paid for back then included the hotel, included, I believe, dinner also, and I forget what else, uh, I believe the transportation or whatever, you know, monorail or what have you. And I believe it's now you, you pay for this, and you pay for that, and you pay for this, and you pay for that. So nowadays, it's you know they nickel and dime you. But back then, in 1985, there was no fast pass. There was none of that stuff. Which of course now things have changed and evolved, and they even got rid of fast pass nowadays. So I don't know. Yeah, I have I, I, I've never been there. I don't. I, I don't. I don't know about any of that. I, I hang my hat locally. Oh, okay. I don't travel much. I love to travel. I love I, flying. Uh, flying doesn't bother me. I love the plane. Uh-huh. I, I I sleep. Well, I've said that. I get on the plane. I love because I'm, I'm deathly afraid of heights. Really? Yeah, deathly afraid of heights. Oh and, well. Um, there goes there there goes my my. I was going to ask you for a big favor, but I guess uh, that cancels that. Not cleaning your gutters. Mm, well, this is a little bit higher than the gutters. Yeah. No. Oh. Okay. I, w- I was going to ask if you could trim some of the there tree limbs. It's it's rubbing against. The rooftop of my rubbing away. It's getting higher. Rubbing the shingles, you know, the asphalt off the shingles. So you want me to get up there and trim your trees? (laughs) That's a nod for yes. But I guess now I know. I don't know the answer now. It's bad enough you had me trim the bushes. Now you want me to trim the trees. You're a good bush trimmer. (laughs) So I thought maybe you could do trees too. (laughs) <laughs> Only on my birthday. Oh, okay. That's uh, that's coming up too. That's coming up. Yeah, that's coming <laughs> up in a couple of months. I only trim bush on the on my birthday. Okay. Well, you know, I have shears. 
<laughs> and a trimmer. <laughs> oh, and I'm not sure if I'm allowed to say this. 28? My age? Yeah. Yep. 28. I turned the ripe old age of 28. Okay. I'm an old man. I'm getting older. Oh, you, you just wait 40 years from now. I'll be dead. <laughs> no, you won't. <laughs> yeah. I'm, hey, I'm still here. With, um, with this current climate, I'll make it to 30. I got, I got a ripe old year left. Oh. Two years. You know, hell's bells. Hey, my mom's going to be 102. I'm, I'm sure that you, you'll make it for another 40 from now. Yeah, I mean, my mother's kicking pretty old. How old's your mom? Oh, you want to say okay? Fine. Oh, I don't know. Oh, she'd kill. Well, that's, uh, the that's she would that's, kill me. That's the, that's she's, the problem. She's more or less my age, or maybe even I think she's in her six, late sixties. I think she's sorry, my, mother. I apologize if uh, you listen I, to this. I think she's my age. And, we know, love you, Audrey. Yes, she she's a very nice lady. I you know she's a very nice Damn lady. Damn straight. Yep. And she'll she, tell it like it is. And she raised two. Yeah, two two of us. Two two great boys. Well. Two boys, one wonderful one, one good. Okay. <laughs> I've been corrected. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> no. Yeah, I mean, I, I cleared it. I could sit here. I, I will say, you know, this is one thing, and I, I, do, I do truly mean this. I, uh, like I said, my nephew shouts out to, to uh, Wesley. He had his birthday this week, which is great. And, I mean... I like I said I, I, I we have a real close knit family. I happy, mean, you're, you're ha- just, happy birthday, Wes. Yes, this one's yeah. dedicated to, to Wesley's birthday. Yeah, happy birthday, Wes. Um, yeah, I, uh, I mean, there's I, I could say so much about family. We're we're such a uh, close knit family. We're we're God. We're basically we're something. Yeah. I'd say we're a family of comedians, but I think we're just crazy. The, but you know, it's it's great. I've never heard of a family that meets every. First Saturday of the month, and have breakfast together. That is yeah, fantastic. Do. Yeah, we do that, every. I mean, for twenty twenty three, that is something fantastic that a family gets together at least the first Saturday of the month to have breakfast together. Yeah, we do. Uh, most of us come out, but um, the one thing I'll say, I mean, I could say uh, a billion and one things about my brother, nice and mean, but I will say that. That man loves his children. That's great. That man that, would, that, would. That is great. My my nephews are safe. That man would kill for for his children. It's he definitely he cares a lot about his kids. That's great. I could say a million and one things about him. Yeah. Most nice. So I not to sound like a Trump. Some not so nice, but he cares about <laughs> his he cares about his children <laughs> and his family. And 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 knowing you, knowing you, down the line in the future, God knows when. You make a great dad too. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Whenever children that happens. might not be in my my future. Well, whenever, whenever if I make it that long. Well, you could have it. Oops. <laughs> but I mean, you'll be a great dad. Period. Yeah. Yeah, I don't. Father's Day isn't a holiday I ever plan to celebrate. Why not? I, I you know, I, I think you know for all the dads out there, there are good dads and then there are bad dads. There are indifferent dads. And you know, and then there are some some guys that are really good dads, you know, uh, because they're honest, good people, you know. Yeah. Oh, I think I think you've done a good job. Oh, thank you, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> I think you've done a good job. Thank you, and uh, and I'm pretty sure. I mean, 
I got, mean, in the wedding coming up, you got a you got a lot to be thankful for. Yeah, and and I'm I'm pretty sure that uh, if if you know, God rest his soul, if your dad was still here, I'm pretty sure he'd be damn proud of you. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah, I think so. He'd be on the pod. You wouldn't be able to understand him, <laughs> but uh, he'd be on it. Yeah. You had to be German to understand my father. Yeah, thick yeah. German accent. Yeah, I mean, I, that's one thing. I, I never, I mean, I know a little bit of German. Uh, das gut. Yeah, das gut. <laughs> you, you, know, you know, the funny thing is, um, B. Gates do. We, as Americans, are very proud to be American, and we're very proud to, to know English. But I think, I think at times we forget of our ancestry, of where we came from, and I believe that we should all try to learn another language. I think history is an important part. Yeah, yeah. And, and I, yeah. I really, I, I mean, I know this gets hit on the head way too often, but I, I truly do believe it. I think uh, maybe, you know, you with your background in education and stuff, uh, or, I mean, I'll just, our kids nowadays are idiots when it comes to history. <laughs> They're just, I don't know, I don't know if it's a lack of teaching on the teacher's end or if it's just a lack of, you know, because by... I've always been a history guy myself. I've always found that very interesting. I love history. I feel like it's almost part of a requirement for me to know the history of, of the country, of, of where I came from. And I just, I, I don't know if it was that I just did a lot of personal work to learn a lot of history or if our education systems nowadays are just failing these kids. But I feel like these kids nowadays know absolutely nothing. You know, it, it's funny that, that you love history, and I, I love history too. And and yet you, you don't you don't travel. I I mean I go around. I've been uh-huh. I, I I travel. I, uh-huh. I've been you know to, to I've been out to Western United States. I, I've been to other countries. I've never been to Europe yet. I, that's okay. on the bucket list. Yeah. one day you, money. Uh-huh. Yeah, once this podcast true. starts rolling in the influx, then we'll fly out there. Yeah, you, you, you know the funny thing is about history that. I, I I love history. As a matter of fact, you know, it's funny that even here in good old Lidditz, PA, it has unique history itself. Even in Lancaster, the, the whole county is filled with history. But, you know, you really have to be, like you said, interested in history and, and, and dive into it and, and, and learn about it and, and learn about, you know, how this county, this county of Lancaster came to be where it came to be from you know the you, you know the the uh natives that were here before the 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 colonizers that came here the the Moravians here in Lidditz the 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 Germans as a matter of fact as a bilingual teacher believe it or not the first bilingual education was actually German yeah, it was English and German. I mean, it wasn't English and Spanish. It wasn't English or anything else, but it was English and German, and and that was that was the first bilingual education ever in the U.S. of A. was German and English, and and um, and and even to this day, uh, I think in effort, I believe they have you know copies of the Bible that were yeah, first yeah. printed in in German, yeah. you know, in German, and and so you know. Uh, and, and, I, and I believe, I mean, not that I'm blaming you, but I believe that people whose ancestry is of whatever ancestry they came from, be it German, 
Germany or, or from some other country, Vietnam or whatever, and if your parents are from that area, from that country, I believe you, you should at least put some effort into knowing some words. I think it's important to know your yeah. history. And I mean, right. I always, I loved history. That was my favorite topic. I mean, I, I really grew up in the, uh, in the like Obama era. And that's really where I started getting into politics. Not so much that that's what always intrigued me, but, um, you know, the the first presidency, the first election I can ever remember off the top of my head was the Obama election of 20, uh, uh, sorry, 2008. It's such a habit um, of 2008. And I I mean, that is really when I started, uh, I would say, paying attention to politics. Uh, I mean, I was young. It's probably 16. I, I really got into politics at that point. And I think that it was really important. It, it always baffled me how nobody cared, in a sense. Like, I, I felt like it was my duty to understand this stuff and that, like, I, I needed to have a knowledge and how this stuff was working, how I could make a difference. And I think it always amazed me as a child or as a kid in, in school how just little everybody cared. Yeah. Yeah, but and it, we throw. I mean, it's kind of we, we. I, I, I think the problem is we we avoid, in my opinion, we avoid politics in school, which I don't think is a bad thing, right? I'm not I'm not sitting here anti, like right. arguing against that, but I think we we really we avoid politics in school at any cost. We 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 write it off, and then we basically we grow these these. I mean, for a lack of a better term, voters. We grow these voters, and they turn 18, and we throw them out on the street, and we say, make the right decisions. There, there's no knowledge that's put into these, these you right. know, kids. And, and there's things where, you know, and I think now more than ever, I think where it's very important is we're, we're getting into, I, I think, political times where history, in a sense, is, is, is kind of slowly repeating itself. I mean, we're, we're repealing things. We're changing things. We're doing things that we've tried before. Right. That haven't worked. And I think the problem is to to be a truly, I feel like, um, educated, independent voter, I feel like these are important things to know about. Right. You know, uh, the thing is, I believe we have gone away from civics, you know, and, and, and then the thing is about uh, politics. I believe the thing is that we have gone out from learning to disagree and I think this is a word amblically friendly you know or or be able to agree to disagree in a friendly way without picking up a gun and shooting you <laughs> you know yeah, yeah I mean I've always come from that in, where I, I I mean God since I can remember I've always been very politically active and it's always been to the point where I've run into many of people inside of my life that disagreed with me Politically, mm-hmm. and I I will agree with the fact that I think we're reaching a time, and, and it amazes me where we are kind of we're we're like I think going along with what you're saying, we're in a time where we kind of idiotize people in a sense. I think I invented a word there, but no, you haven't. We we you know it's you you disagree for me. And instead of me sitting there and saying, well, we have a difference of opinion, it's, well, you're an idiot. And I, I think that's people's – I was like, oh, they don't know what they're talking right, about. Right, right. You know, they, oh, they're an idiot. 
And I, I think we need to get back to a point where, and I mean, I, I think my, my personal opinion, I believe in this. I, I don't know if, if society will ever, no matter how much this is thrown in their face, but I think at the end of the day, the big important part is your neighbor's not the problem. Your elected officials are. And I think that's where we get, we get you know, we're getting to a point where people have such an anger almost, such a hate and anger towards each other. And I think the anger, you know, your neighbor isn't messing up your life. You know, your senator, your president, your your congressman, they are. Right. But not your neighbor mm-hmm. and what they believe in. And I think that's where we have such a mistrust. But, I mean, heck, politicians love that, right? It takes right. all the blame off of them, puts it on everybody else. It's the perfect system if you think about it. Yeah. For them. For us, we're losing left and right. But for them, it's the perfect system. Yeah. Um. I you know like I've I've I haven't been involved in education for a long time and uh but and then the last years I've been involved in education it's been actually with kindergartners so you don't you know talk about politics or anything like yeah, that yeah yeah so uh, you know um I think I I am not sure maybe out there in the public they might correct me I'm not sure whether we have, uh, uh, in the education system, have gotten away from civics, you know, and and the instruction of our students as to, okay, this is what this person represents. This is what he believes or she believes. This is what this person believes, he or she believes. And, and you know, I, I believe when when I was in high school, there was a debate club. I mean, I was never, I was never into debate because I'm I'm not a very good, back then, social speaker. You know, yeah. a persuasive speaker. Yeah. But you know, there in, in the high school I I, I went to, like a Catholic guy, and uh, <laughs> no, not not a sponsor. <laughs> but, <laughs> yet, yet, but um, uh, you know, there, there was always a debate team, and we got to sit in. This was an English class, and we got to sit in, and we got to see the debate going on, and you get to see the pros and the cons on, on both sides, which was kind of interesting because you get to learn, you know, what this person has to say, what that other person has to say, and then you, as an audience, got to figure out well. Yeah, maybe that person is right. Maybe this part I believe in, but not that part. Yeah. Or maybe this part, but not that part. Yeah, you know? I, I think it's important for people, in a sense, to... I, I think you have to form your own opinions, but I right. think there, there's, there's more to that. Yeah. And, and what I'll definitely say is the fact that I think it's important for you to, to understand where we've come from, the good and the bad, right, right. to acknowledge where we've come from, and I think th- now this is the biggest part for me that I think people forget about nowadays is, and uh, you know I'll I'll, bl- I'll probably be canceled for this, but remember where we're at now. And I think a big part of that is we I think in this country we we dwell a lot on our past, especially when it comes to injustice on on you know many different groups, um, and I think it's important to to acknowledge those. You know, right. I mean, our country right. has has a, a grave, dark history, especially when you get into like slavery and, and things like that. Correct. And I, I, I obviously as a history buff, those are very important things 
that we need to remember, and I think they're very important for us sure. to be educated on sure. and learn about. But I think the the biggest thing we forget in, in today's society, especially when it comes to politically around a lot of these issues, is the fact that we need to stop and think how far we've changed. Correct. Yeah, we have. And that's important. Right. And it's we important sh- for us to acknowledge we made mistakes, but it's just as important for us to realize we're not in the same world. Right. We've, we've moved on. Correct. We have moved on. And we shouldn't be going back. No. And we need to, we need to try to, and this is where history comes and plays a huge part, is we, we need to do everything we can not to go back. Correct. And move forward. Right. And acknowledge that history is history, and there's no way on God's green earth you're going to change it. No. You know, uh, yes, uh, we were colonized by the British. Yes, we speak English. Yes, we, we pushed our, 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 our indigenous population, Native Americans, you know, from the east all the way out to the west, you know. And, 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 and yes, we have in, interred uh, Japanese Americans because of fear of, of World War II. They're in the Japanese. Yes, you know, we could go on and on and on and on and on. And on. Because, you know, granted, you, you, you look at also uh, the past history of Manifest Destiny, of how we started with 13 colonies and now we're down to 50 states plus territories and, and how that came to be. Uh, and, and like I said, I do love history and you love history. And, but when I went to Hawaii for the first time and, and I read about the history of Hawaii and I'm thinking, oh my gosh, to put the queen of Hawaii in prison or actually home arrest and overthrow her, and and and, and yeah, I was just saying, I don't think a lot of people know that. And I, no. I mean, I'm not sitting here claiming to be the historian of Hawaii. I right, don't know, right, that. right. I, I I do believe from from what I know that you know us us incorporating Hawaii into our country wasn't as welcomed, I think, as we would like to hope. Right. You know, we have this opinion, and I think this is the American you know dream. We have this opinion. We love our country. I yeah. love this country. Oh, oh right. I, yeah. I think it's the greatest country in the world, and I and think a is. lot of Americans do. It is. And I think where our problem comes into place is that we find it hard to believe that societies wouldn't want to be like us. And I think in some cases, they, they just don't want to. I mean, I think the, the clearest example of that in today's times that I can think of is going to, like, the when you start thinking about, like, Middle Eastern. You know, we look at these countries, Afghanistan, Iraq, um, and we just we imagine that they they just would bend over backwards to be a part of a democracy like we have here in mm-hmm. the United States because uh, we have such a great system. I, I I do love it. Has its flaws at times, but I think the thing that's hard for many Americans to grasp is the fact that not everybody wants to be like us. No. No, and no. this might not work for everybody like it works for us. You're right. You're right. It may not work. For, you know, uh, different societies, different uh, different styles. You know, they. We. I think what's hard for many Americans is we can't imagine going into a country and giving the American promise and not expecting them to just jump at the the jump for joy to join. And when they don't, we're almost mesmerized. Mm-hmm. And I just think that it's it, as, as you know, I don't know, but maybe not everybody wants to be like us. And, right. and you know, maybe we don't have the most perfect system forever. Maybe it works for. I think it works pretty good for us. Yeah. But, well, yeah. 
lately more than recently. <laughs> I've questioned that, but we won't we won't dive into that. We could sit here for hours and hours and hours and yeah, hours. But, yeah, but yeah, I, I I definitely you know history is something. I I just feel like um, I feel like our kids just don't, you see these videos where they ask kids simple questions and these kids just can't answer it, and I can't decipher whether that's a uh, a lack on our education point if it's some sort of society lack, you know, maybe is, is there some some mental responsibility towards it, you know, with uh, God, with all these pesticides we're putting in everything nowadays. <laughs> Who knows what they're doing? Uh, and, and, and I think also the way we're raising kids nowadays is much, much more different than what I was being raised back in the 60s. There, there's also, like, in, on YouTube, there's a, not our sponsor, <laughs> or maybe, or maybe it is. I'm no, not sure. No, no, it's not okay. Um, <laughs> you, you, you know, like things that Yet. that used, to, yeah, things that that used to happen in the, in the United States back in the '60s that no longer happens today. Like you know, you, you know, uh, there's like a whole bunch of different things that, that went back on the '60s, and they said, and and you have survived, like you know, like sliding down uh, aluminum uh, slides. They had no guardrails or nothing, <laughs> yeah. and, it was, and it was just hot as hell, you know, <laughs> aluminum slides, and you're going down, you know, uh, drinking off uh, uh, hose, rubber, rubber hoses, well, right? I, yeah. I, it explains a lot. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, uh, before seatbelts were invented, you know, your yeah. parents used to hold you in your Seatbelts yeah. are actually an incredible thing. Right, yeah. An incredible they, they are. thing. They are. And, and, and to think that back then, you know, they, there was no cushion on your... On, on on the console of your of your uh, car, it was yeah. just it was metal. As a matter of fact, you know, if you're Catholic, you know, you had like a, a Saint Christopher with a, a magnet bottom, and boom, it, it was just yeah. attached to 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 the yeah. dash. And of course, right now there's no metal on your dash. It's all yeah, yeah. It's plastic, all plastic, everything's know? plastic. And 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 there was no seat belts, and your parents would carry you on your lap, and you know, God, ha- you know, God help you if you you know. A break suddenly, you'll be chewing up, you know, your windshield. You know, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah, you I know, mean, a lot of things have changed. You know, f- for the better. You know, you know, f- for the better. You know. Well, I told you about the story with my grandfather and his DUI. No. So, my uh, th- this shows you the change in times, right? My grandfather, God rest his soul. So the the family story, at least, goes that uh, he. He he was at a bar with, a, I believe it was a cousin of his. They were drinking, right? So they drove home. They crashed into a ditch, right? <laughs> they they drove into a ditch. Someone coming in. <laughs> and uh, when they when they drove into the ditch, they they got they got pulled out, and then they they the police stopped them, right? Drove them home. They left again after that. <laughs> drove the car into the same ditch, right? And a farmer helped pull him out. The police came by second time. Officer drove him home, right? They went out again, and they were drinking again. <laughs> drove into the, a ditch in the same area, and the police officer came the third time, took him home and told him, brought him home, dropped him off, uh, got my grandmother out here, told my grandmother, if they leave the house again, they're getting arrested. They have to spend the night here. You need to watch them and make sure they don't leave. Okay, and they they didn't go back out again that night. But the, how the times have changed. Yeah. Oh yeah. 
Yeah. It's it's crazy. For the better and worse. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right now, if something like that would happen, what would happen? Oh, yeah. You'd be toast. <laughs> You'd be in jail looking out, huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, it's 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 just crazy how how much times have changed. But oh, yeah, yeah. Well, with that being said, it looks like we're we're. I'll wrap you up and get you out of here. Yeah, it sounds like yeah, it sounds like a good a good wrap up time. <laughs> I really enjoyed uh, really enjoyed this uh, this podcast brought to you by <laughs> I forgot the name. <laughs> There's no sponsor. Oh, there is no sponsor. Okay, fine. Sponsored <laughs> by us then. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's been great. We'll have to have you back on again. I'm oh, sure thank people you so love much. To hear I, from I really enjoyed the chatter with Chad. Uh, it was a very charging moment. Yep, yep. A challenging moment. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good. Okay, well, thank you so much for having me, Chad. Hey, anytime. All right, thank you.